As a traveler, it's a fact. You're going to need to manage your spending in different currencies. You need a service that not only helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast, but also does it without the hidden fees or exchange rate markups. This is where Wise comes in. Wise is the easiest way to connect all of your finances internationally. I've been a customer for over a decade. It's been a lifesaver for me as a traveler, a nomad, and now a permanent resident abroad. If you're a traveler who's still using your regular bank, you need to check this out. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash travel. That's wise.com slash travel. Thank you to Wise for supporting today's show. This episode of Zero to Travels brought to you by the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder with seven drive modes. The Pathfinder's available intelligent 4x4 is built for even the most epic journeys. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. All right, number two, yours. We're on number two here. Okay. I know. I'm on my number one. This is my number one. That's oh, is this your? Yeah, this yeah, is your number one. Number That's one. right, because yes. my number one's coming up yes. next. Yes. Oh, we're we... going to do another podcast on counting to five. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Zero to Travel podcast, where we explore exciting travel-based work, lifestyle, and business opportunities, helping you to achieve your wildest travel dreams. And now your host, world wanderer and travel junkie, Jason Moore. Hey there, it's Jason with ZeroToTravel.com. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you so much for hanging out, letting me bring a little travel into your ears today, travel and music today. This is the show to help you travel the world on your terms to fill your life with as much travel as you desire, no matter what your situation or experience. And I am sitting here in my buddy, my brother from another mother, my best bud. It's a cafe. Actually, it's not a cafe. He just happened to make me a fancy coffee on his stove. And I guess you're still not back, Jay, are you? He's in the other room rummaging around for something. He's probably still putting together his list. We have got a very important list for you today. Very important to us anyway. I think you're going to have a good time with it. We're giving you our top 10 road trip albums. And when it comes to travel and music, first of all, let's say hi to Jason. He's actually back. What were you, what were you hunting for, man? My list. Your list. Oh, my gosh. Don't it's show it to me. It's such an important list. And I had it on such an important piece of paper that it was importantly misplaced. <laughs> but we have it now. <laughs> Oh, I never do that. I never do that. Um, you actually have a, a song for your wallet when you when it's missing, right? Do you want to just start this off with a little musical rendition? When Jason loses his wallet, this is the song. Where's my wallet? Where's my wallet? It works. It's foolproof it every time. When I was living in uh, Jason and his wife Kelly's basement, uh, I, I hear heard that more than a few times. Anyway, we're so excited to bring you uh, this trip, Top 10 Road Trip Albums, and Jason actually runs a website with his wife called FestiGoNuts.com, so you might have heard him on a podcast before. It's all about festivals and travel, music festivals and travel, and uh, we can expand on that in a little bit. And I think uh, you know one of the big reasons we wanted to do this episode was, I've, I've always thought about this, Jay, with travel and music. I can't think of anything that's more infused with travel besides like travel writing or guidebooks or like things that are explicitly for travel than music because right. inherently musicians and artists travel like that's what they do. So 
it it has to bleed in, right? Absolutely. And yeah, I mean, the travel and music, without travel, I don't think we would have music the way it is. I mean, sure, there's recorded music, but recorded music is so much based on the live music experience that, like you said, is all formulated around traveling musicians. Yeah, and then there's the lifestyle of being a musician. So when you're living that life, you're on the road. I've done it as a tour manager. You've done it as a touring professional, managing events, and now you know going to different festivals all over the place. It is a different kind of lifestyle, and it has to bleed into the music. And speaking of lifestyle, um, we are going to ask you later on after we hear our album list about your location-independent lifestyle, how, it, how it's working for you to build this uh, festigonus.com business and then you have like a marketing business sort of like your main thing so like it's just a different way to approach things and I'm just bringing it up now because I want you to stick around for that at the end and I also wanted to mention if you go to zero to travel.com slash side hustle uh, we're giving out a free side hustle success guide as part of the paradise pack so if you are interested in building a business on the side that you can run from anywhere you want to do something you're passionate about just like Jason's doing with with his festival website anything like that you can get three super important tips to help you build a business on the side whether you have a full-time job or you're taking another approach like Jason's doing which we'll talk about again after every we day our, I'm hustling our list every day he's hustling zero to travel.com slash side hustle and that's part of the paradise pack which runs from april 23rd through the 29th if you go to the paradise pack.com you can check it out but get that side hustle success guide while we're giving it out it's a good one and uh lastly before we get into the list because we have a lot to talk about jay and we're, we're going to throw a few honorable mentions in there as well of course we, we can't sort of keep ourselves to just uh, five right we can and we're going to but uh we have a collective 10 top 10 for you and we're both bringing our top five. And before we get into that, I just want to say uh, a quick thank you to Tortuga Backpacks for supporting today's show. If you go to zerototravel.com slash Tortuga, yes, I'm dropping another link here. Uh, what you'll find is a collection of all the backpacks and travel gear I recommend from my favorite backpack company. And you get 10% off just by entering the promo code TRAVEL. So when you check out, just type in the word TRAVEL. I know you can remember that. And you'll get 10% off any of the Tortuga bags, and they've been coming out with some really sweet bags lately. I've been traveling with their day pack. They have a new bag that's made out of recycled materials, so they're just really doing great work over there. And if you in, are in the market for a backpack or you're looking for something that can help you travel for three weeks, three months, or three years, this is the place to go, and I'll drop Jason that Jason comes to visit for like a two-month <laughs> trip, and you pick him up at the airport. You're like, that's it? <laughs> He's got this little thing on his back that just like expands to the world, and yeah, that's they're not paying me to say this. That's Tortuga. <laughs> they're, they're good stuff. Thanks, man. You know, that's for better or worse, right? I'm wearing a pair of jeans that I've only had one pair of jeans on this trip for two and a half months, and they're literally falling apart. Actually, buddy of mine, maybe he was like, I don't think it was you, or somebody was like, thinking like I ripped these, like I cu like cut these jeans with scissors. I'm like, no, this is just legitimate wear and tear. Um, I just assumed that was your hipster. <laughs> yeah, my friend Ziana the other day who's been on the podcast, she was like, Jason, what's up with the pants? I'm like, I know, I need to get some new pants. So anyway, we're leaving in three days. The pants somehow survived. Okay, let's stop talking about pants. Let's get into this list because Jason and I could probably jam on music for about 14 hours Absolutely. straight, but we only have about... 40 minutes to go in this podcast so we need we to get it. into this jay first of all when you were developing this list like what was i can tell you my idea but what was the I, the thinking behind it for you so road trip albums there's a couple things there's and there's a little blend of this throughout my list there are albums that make me feel and like reminiscent of the road right um something that i can hear anytime and it makes me want to hit the road and then there's ones that i will just go to to listen to because 
while I'm driving that make me feel good. And then there's just the, you know, simple uh, to keep me awake or keep me entertained. Uh, okay, there's certain yeah. albums that... The practicality. Right, the, right, the practicality. There are albums where I know every word to every song, and if I put those albums on... I can have an hour of road time completely disappear because I'm just singing, and before you know it, you're halfway through Kansas. Mm -hmm. And this might sound a little old school to some of you who maybe grew up in more of the Spotify era where you're just curating, say, playlists or tracks. You know, we're... I guess going old school in this way where we're taking the entire album as a piece of art, right? right? Yeah. And... The same as you, man. Like, I mean, I didn't think about the practical aspect of staying awake and things like that. But my list is definitely very personal, and therefore, like, I spent a lot of years on the road, and it was some years ago, so mine might fall under a certain era. But also, I think there's like a timeless quality to some of the songs in these albums, and we're going to talk about that a little bit. And also, it can't not be personal, right? So I try, I tried to bridge that sort of universality of. You can go and listen to these albums, and you're going to get it. But also, it's it is a personal list. Yeah, there's a couple here that uh, many of your listeners may not be aware of, but they should go check them out. Yeah. But then there's some that everybody will know. And Jason, thank you, introduces me to a lot of new music that uh, we've gotten into lately. My wife and I, and you and Kelly, and vice uh, versa. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's get into it, man. Do you want to kick it off with number five? And we're doing these in order, even though we can't possibly rank these albums right. but uh we're gonna each give you five and neither of us knows each other's list and we're just gonna go back and forth so music lovers get okay. ready to uh get pumped up yeah um sure all, all right. right kick it off my man drum roll or just uh yeah chris if you're editing this right now throw in a little drum roll please i mean why not <laughs> why not <laughs> so um all right i'm good this is a throwback, and this is one that you, I know for a fact, are going to appreciate. It might even be on your list. I'm um, certainly from my older days, but a timeless album I could listen to over and over. I do know every word of it. Um, People's Instinctive Travels and the Paths of oh. Rhythm by a Tribe Called Quest. Oh, man. Um, and now a lot of fans of Tribe Called Quest, you know, they, they go to uh, uh, Low End Theory, Beach Rhymes, but People's Instinctive Travels, their very first album... To me, every single track on that album is amazing. It is an album. like It is meant to be listened to from start to finish in the order that it was produced in. Mm -hmm. And I put that on if I'm driving, and I am rapping, singing along to everything. I mean, the... A, the journey that you go on through that album from, you know, Footprints going into um, El Segundo. And then, of course, you know, Can I Kick It? Like getting you all pumped up while you're cruising down the highway. It's it's one of the best. Yeah. And I'm just thinking about the intro piece to that album. Right. It's kind of like the baby crying and it's this building and you are yeah. going on some kind of a journey. That's ah, oh, that's a great one. I may, in fact, have... Uh, a little tribe called Quest on my honorable mentions. Okay, I, I mean, I was so close to putting them in the yeah. top five, but and that's not the album actually I chose. Well, we'll give honorable mentions at the end. Absolutely, dude. What a what a solid kickoff, right? Man. That's insane. Yeah. Um. By the way, on my list, very personal one for you and I. Yes. I, yes I, I'm going to tease that out. That's coming later. Okay. Uh, all right. Should I hit, hit into my number five? Yeah. Go for it. Okay, well, I've reordered my list about 16 times since we started talking. I'm actually ordering ago. it as we're talking. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess that you're not a fan of this album. I, I don't know why. I'm Is it Third Eye Blind? Oh, you might. No, it's not Third Eye Blind, although that's we have a funny joke about Third Eye Blind. And uh, I, I, they do have one pretty great album that I have uh, listened to before. Okay. A few times. Uh, 
That's so funny. No, this album is one that I found early on. I, I'm actually going to tell you when it came out here. Let me, I'm going to look this up while we're uh, kind of talking about it. The MTV Unplugged series, do you remember that series on MTV course, where yes. bands would come in and they would they would play, they were plugged in, but there was essentially like acoustic type performances. The 10,000 Maniacs MTV Unplugged album. Amazing is, album. Uh, an amazing album, right? And I guess it was recorded in 93. It was released October 26, 1993, according to uh, Wikipedia. And I love that album, with the exception of, I think it's like track number two. There's a song called E for Two, and I'll usually skip that one. Okay. But overall, that album, to me, it's something about Natalie Merchant's voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's an album I can throw on, and I, it, sh- it just the guy comes on, he's like, all right, let's get ready. It's time to s- introduce Natalie and 10,000 Maniacs. And like the crowd cheers. Right. I'm getting chills just thinking about it. And the album comes on, and it's just awesome. And one of my biggest memories from that album is track six, Hey Jack Kerouac, yeah. all about Jack Kerouac. And I think, like, all right, going into San Francisco and West Coast just really gives me, like, this feeling of being in San Francisco during the beat era. And I don't know, there's something about this whole album that just really speaks to me. I don't really know. And, and you know, just saying how we could do this forever, because now that you say <laughs> that, I'm like, oh, yeah, I... Certainly could have included Our Time in Eden on this list. Oh, yeah, okay. Their studio album, Our Time in Eden, is one of my absolute favorites and a great driving album. Yeah, awesome driving album. All right, number four, Jay, for you. Okay, well, we are reordering here a couple because the honorable mentions are going to get picked up a little bit. You are going to know some personal feelings about this one, too. I'll set the scene. Teenage Jason Moore and Jason Law driving to the beach in uh, probably 1992. Um, we're not that old, but... Um, and as we would arrive, yes, um, smelling the salt water <sighs> and the, the ocean air, for some reason, we always were listening to the Violent Femmes Ugh. and just their self-titled Violent Femmes album. Every single song on there is a sing-along. Every single song sparks something inside of you. It is from start to finish, track for track, absolutely fantastic. Brings up so many memories of that time with you, Jay, but mm-hmm. also just so many times. And it is just, yeah, it it's just one of the best. I mean, let's go with the track list right here. Blistering the Sun, Kiss Off, Please Do Not Go, Add It Up, Confessions, Prove My Love, Promise, To The Kill, Gone Daddy Gone, Good Feeling. All standing the test of time. Yes, right? absolutely. Uh, looks like I'm going to have to swap out my number three. Okay. <laughs> and you know what? I almost didn't put that. That was just an audible. I, that oh, was really? on my list. It was, it was an audible for me, too, um, actually. So yeah. I was like, because I, I thought you might pick it. But that's okay. You know. Yeah, no, that's okay. Because I had another one for that slot. Okay, um, okay. But like Jason said, we have very strong memories to this album. I distinctly remember shaking a Snapple bottle, accidentally having the top off and spraying it all over your car, which was stained forever. While that album was on. It was actually my mom's car. Your mom's car. Sorry. Sorry, mom. (laughs) Sorry, mom's convertible. But uh, yeah, that that album, I mean, just to talk about it and riff on it for another second, Blister in the Sun, like when that song comes on, you're just... Right. You're on a road trip. Yeah, and I don't care how many times you've heard that song. I don't care. You know, I'm I'm a pretty hardcore Violent Femmes fan, and sometimes like I have feelings about that song that you hate to see a band with such an extensive catalog be pigeonholed into some people consider them a one hit wonder, and they are so much bigger than that. So much bigger. So sometimes I've mixed feelings about that song because of that, but that doesn't stop me from just feeling awesome when that song comes on. Listen, do yourself a favor if you haven't heard this album. And put it on. I don't care if you're on a road trip or if you're just driving to work and your right. morning commute. 
You could even stop listening to this podcast right now and just put that album on <laughs> yeah. and just give it a listen and like yeah. do it while you're behind the wheel and see how you feel. Or if you don't have a car, like I don't have a car, I live in Europe. Right don't now. go searching for you it. Can, while you can you can get the, the same sort of road trip feeling like while you're on a train or yes. just moving yeah, in a, a bus Very or whatever. Point. It doesn't have to yeah. be behind the wheel, but the idea is that you're in motion, you're, you're listening to this, and you're yeah. traveling. So, um, And while you're at it, jump down the Violent Femmes rabbit hole, get into their dark stuff in hollowed ground, and uh, yeah. You'll, jump down the rabbit hole, man. All right, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with my number four. That was fantastic. So actually, this was my number four, but I'm going to sub it out because I had, had a last-minute sure. audio uh, audible as well. So we have to keep this list fresh. And my number four is uh, a little bit of a cheat here. It's a combination, but one of the same artists. I got Pearl Jam Versus and Into the Wild, the Eddie Vedder soundtrack for the motion picture Into the Wild. Right. Versus probably just because of Rearview Mirror. The song Rearview Mirror okay. is like, yeah. it's just a classic Pearl Jam song and it's all about sort of leaving a place behind and just hitting the road. And it's one of my favorite Pearl Jam albums. Probably one of my favorite albums but in general. But Into the Wild, and holy in, Into the Wild. I mean, talk about talk about travel, man. You were playing on the guitar the other night. You played Tulum. Is that the song um, that you play? Or? No, I believe I was playing Guaranteed. Okay. Oh, yeah, Guaranteed, right. I was looking at the track list to the Into the Wild soundtrack, which if you're a traveler, you, you might be familiar with the movie. It's a story of Chris McCandless. He uh, was a guy that basically got rid of all his possessions, burned up his like driver's license and all his IDs and just like went off into the wild, essentially. It ended well for him, if I recall, right? Was, uh, uh, I don't want to ruin it for people who haven't seen the well, movie. Well, we, we, won't, we won't talk too much about the movie, but um, <laughs> the track listing, track number one, Setting Forth. Yeah. It's like Setting Forth in the Universe. Uh, far Behind, Leaving Everything Far Behind. Like, there's so much travel in this right. album, it's ridiculous. The awesome last song pick. is called End of the Road. And Guaranteed, sorry, Guaranteed is yeah. the last song. It, awesome pick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. I love that album. And to be honest, like, I mean, I listen to that album a lot. I've definitely listened to it on the road a lot. And I listen to that on the road for different feelings of just like it being such a good album. Again, a sing along at every song I'm emotionally invested in, but I hadn't really even made the connection of how much travel is within the lyrics of that, which is just a whole nother layer of it. Yeah. Uh, my favorite lyric from that album. And one of my favorite songs, maybe my favorite song, and Rise. You know that song, uh-huh, Rise? Absolutely. And he says, gonna rise up, turning mistakes into gold. I yeah. love that. It's like it's like a redemption. Like, um, How about rise up, find my direction magnetically? Yeah. The Ma- whole, I, I, got, I got chills up yeah. and down my spine just thinking about this album. Ladies right and gentlemen, I, I, literally, I, I look, can see, you see the, the goosebumps. See the, the hair the, stand up? I see the goosebumps. See the hair stand up? I'm a little chilly, too. Yeah, no, I'm well, like, he is door. sitting next to the No, window. I do get music does that to me, man. <laughs> Absolutely. And, Rise is one of the songs, and like, yeah, that whole idea of just redemption on the road. I mean, who, as a traveler, do you ever feel that emotion where you're like, you're hitting the road and you kind of, some kind of weird fresh start or something? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, travel has so many, you know, connotations of starting over, of just new chapters. I mean, when I moved to Colorado, I drove here from Ocean City, Maryland, and I wish I knew what the first thing I listened to. I had a cassette player in the car back then, but I guarantee you I had a stack of cassettes like ready to go for a 20 hour ride that, you know, it was like, I purposely picked out like my 10 favorites and yeah, 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 it's, it's new beginnings. It's, there's so much about traveling. It's awesome. Uh, and traveling music doesn't get any better, right? Right. All right, let's go to your number. We're in your number three now, right? All right, yeah, let's go for a number three here. I'm going to go with American Beauty, Grateful Dead. Ooh. And so as a Grateful ah. Dead fan, 
Um, you know, a lot of fans, you're, and you're will, going with a recorded album, right. Not a live, one. absolutely. And a lot, you know, a lot of fans, right? That's what I was gonna say. With the Dead, I mean, so much of the Grateful Dead is surrounded their live music, and there are hundreds and hundreds of <laughs> right. that concert recordings that are available. But as far as a studio album, yeah. it is. You'll be hard pressed to find one with a better collection of music on it than American Beauty. Yeah. I mean, it's you start fantastic. off with Box of Rain, go into Friend of the Devil and Sugar Magnolia. I mean, dead fan or Triple not. Triple punch. Right? <laughs> dead fan or not, you have got to have some appreciation for that. And then to me, nothing said, okay, road trip, and I know you have a lot of international. Uh, listeners. However, for me, it's a, it's a very American thing because I've traveled throughout the world, but my driving road trips have all been in the United States. Right. I mean, the title, American Beauty, but just the, the music on there and the Grateful Dead representing Americana and that feeling of just getting out and traveling and being in our country and the Grateful Dead, there was no better traveling band than the Grateful Dead and their fans that would live on the road with them for years at a time. This album just does it all for me on the road without a doubt. I mean, trucking, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Is it maybe one of the greatest all time travel songs? Possibly. Yeah. And that's, that's the last song on this album. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's what an amazing, that's an awesome pick. I mean, if you're not a Grateful Dead fan, what's wrong? Right. What are you doing? But yeah, you good point about. I mean, trucking. Like seriously, what a road trip song. Yeah. If you're gonna collect like the top fifty road trip songs ever created, which that's another podcast, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe that that will finish with Steppenwolf, probably. But you know, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. The the top on that list might have to be On the Road, Willie Nelson. Yeah, possibly. No, but Born to Be Wild comes on, and you just start pedal to the metal. Yeah, that's true. We're getting we're getting (laughs) off track. This is what happens. Yeah, but American Beauty, like amazing. I'm like staring at the track list now and like, yeah, yeah. I'm wondering if that should have been my number one. I'm kind of ordering here on the fly. That is good. That's okay. That is good. Okay. I'm going to give you my number three, which is an album you may not be very familiar with, but I am very familiar with because I was actually the tour manager for the band when they were on tour playing the album. And that's Matt and Kim Grand. And the reason why I chose this is because, well, it's very personal to me. Like this was my experience working as a tour manager in music with a band that I loved, getting to see them play every night, getting to be a part of a show like that. And you know this, like when you cover shows and different things, like even if you're a small part of it, like they're the artists, they're on stage, they have the music. There's other people that help make that happen. To be able to like give a live music experience to people and be a little part of that and have something that they're going to remember. And they right. put on such an amazing and was show. And this, this was the particular album they were promoting on that tour? Yeah. Well, they would play a lot of tracks from, yeah. from this album. But this was and their new album on that tour. Yeah, and yeah. they lived on Grand Street in an apartment. So when we would go back to New York City, like in between gigs, or like we did like a van run, a van tour in Canada. We did a bus tour before that. We would... um go back to their place in Brooklyn and I would like stay at their apartment and it was on Grand Street. The album's called Grand's. And to me, this is, this could have been my number one for me personally. I didn't make it my number one because it's not like universal, but it just brings me right back to being on the road with them and being a part of this really amazing thing that they were doing in, in a certain time in their careers, a certain time in my life that just meant a lot to me. And this was like probably the hardest job I ever had to leave because I had so much fun with it. But it's actually, I, I could say this was one of the genesis genesises? Gen- Genesis? Of um, Gen- what I'm doing now. Because after getting off tour with them, I was like, All right, if I'm going to not go on like a world tour with them, there's no way I'm not going to do something cool. Like I have to do right. something cool 
because I'm not going to go from this amazing experience getting to like they play the Jimmy Kimmel show, like being the backstage right. at all these places, seeing awesome band play and and just like go and work in a cubicle. I can't do right. it. And like, what represents musical travel more than the fact that you actually were the traveling tour manager for artists? I mean, that's amazing. That's you were on the road, living it, doing it, going to shows, doing all this. And this is the soundtrack that brings you back to that it memory. It brings it's, me back yeah. in second. Awesome. Like, not even in a second, a split second. And the first song, Daylight, is probably their most popular. In the daylight, we can hitchhike to Maine. I mean, that says it all right there. All right. Great. Jay, your number two. My number two. Okay. Um, I might get off the track to ones that people don't know about here too much. I'm going to have to throw it out here. This is... Um, Let's go with Blind Melon Soup. Ooh. Now, Blind Melon is another uh, band, kind of like the <sighs> Violent Femmes, too. where you know people hear Blind Melon, they're like, oh, the Bumblebee song. Man, right. this band. If Shannon Hoon hadn't, hadn't passed away um, at the age of 28, you, they would be a household name. And Soup is one that it's Second just, studio album. Yeah. It's, it's not the one that has the song everybody knows, but man, it is chock full of just different tunes like their range from like kind of bluegrassy to rock to funk all over the place it is an album that when i roll down the windows and i'm singing along to soup like there's nothing better in the world with that oh, like what a feeling i have never listened to this album it's it's fantastic the song walk is one of my absolute favorites um yeah it's just from song do you have, do you have like a lyric that stands out that sort of maybe um let me think off the top of my head. No. I mean, yeah. yes, but on the spot, right. I'm not thinking of it right, right now. Um, yeah, it, it's just, as a whole, it is such an amazing collection of music that just, yeah, put it on your list. Put it on your list when it, listeners and UJ, just try this out. Yes. I'd, lo I'd love for more people to be exposed to Blind Melon and realize they're a lot more than the Bumblebee song. They actually... They actually hated that song. So. I'm, lis I'm listening to this today. Yeah. Uh, you know what's interesting? Because I'm on Wikipedia as we go through these, and I'm looking at the track listing, and they have a total length here, 48 minutes and 14 seconds. I'm just like, think about how powerful music is. Think about what you do in 48 minutes sometimes. Like, hours just fly by. Yeah. And it's just like, to create something like that, that can live on, you right. know, sadly... Shannon Hoon died early, but this music lives on. It's, uh, oh, it's such a beautiful thing. Round the corner and in between the trees, I need to be on top of a mountain where I can see everything. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of that. I mean, he was a great lyricist, great artist. I encourage people to check him out. Like, really under underappreciated, awesome, awesome band. Shannon Hoon, vocals, yes. guitar, harmonica, kazoo. Kazoo. Oh, yeah. Kazoo. He plays the kazoo, plays the kazoo on, kazoo. <laughs> uh, I believe, is um, Skinned on here. Yes, yeah, Skinned. Amazing, amazing song about Jeffrey Dahmer. Kazoo tune. Great song about Jeffrey Dahmer. Tune. All and, right. you know, great traveling uh, mass murderer. I believe he oh, boy. went all over the country with that. My, so. my in <laughs> That's terrible. My interest is peaked, though, in this album. Yes, okay. Yeah. My number two, I mean, I, I could make this my number one. It's, it's probably my number two just for one song. I can think of many times that I went on a road trip and the first song I put on was Where the Streets Have No Name. Oh, yeah. By U2, which is one track on Joshua Tree. Now, obviously a very critically acclaimed album, sure. one that many people love millions of people love and that's probably won grammys and stuff like that i don't have all the information in front of me but just for that song absolutely just for that song with that build and that guitar driving and that bass line coming in yeah. 
it it's it's road trip all over. You got to watch your speed limit when that starts coming in. Like your oh. your foot's gonna start getting heavy when that when that drops. I mean, it's and, yeah. And, yeah. To add a little bit to that, I'll throw in another U two album, and this is cheating a little bit. But you know, Joshua Tree's the main one. But all that you can't leave behind was a song, uh, an album that I listened to that came out right before I went to Ireland for the first time, and I was traveling around there for three weeks, and I just wanted to bring this up because listening to U two a new U2 album, which that's a very good album, while you're traveling around Ireland, is there's something to listening to an artist where, like, it'd be like if you were from Europe and you came to America and you took a road trip and you put on American Beauty. Right. Right? You're just like, you're experiencing an artist from that country, how they see it, how they portray it, and there's the travel elements and everything, and there's something, like, really special about that. Yeah. No, absolutely. And that is, oh man, that is such a good album. Like, yeah, love it. Good choice. All right, number two, yours. We're on number two here. Okay. I know. Are um, we sure? Am I on number two? I, I'm kind of having up and keeping. Let's track see. Here. Well, let's recap your list here. Okay. What, what do we got? Well, let's see. I started with People's Instinctive Travels. Yep. Um, I went into, where did I go next from that? Um, what, did I go right into American Beauty from that? Your, your Violent Femmes. Oh, no, Violent Femmes, yep. then American Beauty. Then by Melon Soup. I'm on my number one. This is my number one. That's oh, is this your? Yeah, this yeah. is your number this one. That's number right, because my yes. number one's coming yes. up next. Yes. Oh, we're we... going to do another podcast on counting to five. <laughs> and, and, and tr- tips when and you go back and that. forth like this, it's a little... Right. Uh... No, I know. And I'm not going in order of my list here. Anyway. Well, my number one, um, we are going to get to some honorable mentions, right? Yes, absolutely. Been... My number one road trip album, and this is, again, an album. This is start to finish. You, I think it's illegal to listen to this out of order. You go start to finish on this, and when it... <laughs> you will be arrested when, if you listen when to this out of order. It, oh, man. When it kicks in, it kicks in, and you are on the road. That's Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, wow, it's dark side of the moon. But and you talk about traveling. Well, so for for me, and I don't know how many people are familiar with the um, concept of dark side of the rainbow, but this was a big thing in college. Where if you've never done it, look it up. It's the dark side of the moon album perfectly syncs up with Wizard of Oz, and it's <laughs> if a you thing, start it on the third line, the third lion's roar, roar you right? press play. Yeah, um, and so I mean, this amazing who, album. Who found that out? Um, by the way, someone like who is that person? If anybody knows, right, drop yes. me a line on yeah. Twitter or something. <laughs> right. or send me a yeah, no, yeah. The mythology of that—it's really freaky and awesome. But so that album always kind of has been tied up with that in my head. Um, I mean, I, I knew the album before I ever did that, but it's forever tied up with with yeah. the Wizard of Oz with me. And I mean, what is more travel oriented than that? Yeah. And as um, you know, the, the tornado is coming to take Dorothy away and the crescendo uh, of on the run is reaching its peak and, and she lands in Oz as the, the cha-ching and the baseline of money come in. Right. I mean, there's right. so much wonder to that. Wow. And then when I, I, I'm, I evoke those feelings when I'm driving. Um, the best thing, I've actually driven through Kansas with amazing huge storms and tornado watches all in the uh, on the horizon while listening to that album. And that's some of the memories I have of that, like driving through potential tornadoes while this is playing wow. and every track on this album. I mean, it's just classic Pink Floyd. Yeah, that's amazing. Oh, what an awesome number one. My number one... I was just peeking ahead to see. But. Yeah, well, I again, like I don't, I don't want this to be a cheat because I tried not to include like a greatest hits album, but there were two. One's an honorable mention that I need to 
throw out there. And this one is my number one. It has to be for me. It just has to be. And every time I introduce somebody to this album, it was introduced to me on my very first tour when I went uh, started working in the event industry. And I went on tour and this guy put on this album and I was like, whoa, this is, wow, I'm on the road now. This is like, and now I got a soundtrack to this and this is a thing. And I introduced it to my wife when we went on our honeymoon. We did a road trip around Colorado and she got way into it. I mean... I don't know what else to say. Bob Seger's greatest hits. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Bob Seger's greatest hits. I mean, look at this track list, Jay. Oh, I mean, Roll yeah. Me Away, Night Moves, Turn the Page. On, right. I you know, mean, turn Here the, I turn am the on the road again. Turn the Page, if we were doing the top songs for road trips, yeah, my, that would be in the top five. Yeah, it has easily, to be, right? right? Uh, You'll Accompany Me, Hollywood Nights, still the same. Old Time Rock and Roll, Against don't love that wind. one. Against I mean, the Wind. Against oh, the Wind. It's like, yeah. uh, like a rock. I know it, it got played out a little bit during those truck commercials for a right. while but after yes. it that went away and you'll hear it again you're like wow what a what yeah. a, like an interesting no, good idea pick, for a song man. that it's is just, that is a um and that's just again i know this is you have international listeners and road trips can happen anywhere but yep. because we grew up here in the states our road trips happened in the states and this is an american album yeah and this is an album i have listened to so many times on the road that uh, on the road that i just here all right i'm hitting the road here we go bob i might start off with where the streets have no name Turn that off and then go right into Bob Seger's greatest yeah. hits, especially out west. Especially out west. If you just listen to the first track on that album, you'll know. You'll be like, "Oh, I get it." Like, yeah, this is yeah, I get this. So, um, awesome, excellent. Yeah. What, what a what a list, man. What a list. I want to listen to all these albums right, uh, right now if yeah. we had time. All right, let's let's just recap one more time. I'll go through mine. My, my okay. number five was Ten Thousand Maniacs MTV Unplugged. Number four. Uh, was the Violent Femme self-titled track yes, or yes. self-titled album? Yes. I should e- say eponymous. I believe is the yeah term okay for that, eponymous. Yes. But uh, but Jason sang that one. That's okay because I had a backup there for that slot just in case he did that because I know we have a shared <laughs> right. memories with that album. <laughs> and so that was Into the Wild and with a side note of Pearl Jam, um, a little a little side dish of Pearl Jam verses. But Into the Wild by Eddie Vedder. Uh, number three, Matt and Kim Grands. Number two, You Two Joshua Tree. And number one, Bob Seger's Greatest Hits. Excellent. I believe this is my order. Um, I did People's Instinctive Travels and the Paths of Rhythm by A Tribe Called Quest. Um, I think then I jumped into the Violent Femmes, um, then American Beauty by The Grateful Dead, Blind Melon Soup, and finished off with Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. And (sighs) I'm going to just jump right into my first honorable mention here. That well, be- no, hey, we're going to hold off on that. No, I, I was want- this later? Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, we're well, almost. We're almost okay. done, but right. yeah, we, we are going to get right. to the honorable mentions There's a reason, in a but I'm teasing, yeah. I don't want to go, say. yeah, okay. we, yeah, we're, and we're going to each throw out a few, because okay. if you, as if you need more music to because listen to. Because what I'm teasing is my first honorable mention was actually my number one that oh. I, I changed during this. Oh, so my we'll gosh. Get, we'll get there. Okay, all right, yeah, we're going to get there in like literally just about Four or five minutes. Um, I did want to ask you about your location-independent lifestyle that you're building or that you've been building. And I mentioned the Side Hustle Success Guide at the beginning of the show. Uh, ZeroToTravel.com slash Side Hustle if you want to get that free guide. It's part of the Paradise Pack this year, uh, which is an educational bundle of products that are designed to help you live, work, and travel anywhere. It's only available for one week, once a year. This is our sixth year doing it. We keep doing it because people keep asking us to do it, and we're trying to give everybody everything they need in terms of education to be able to have that lifestyle where you can work from anywhere. So uh, grab that guide if you'd like. I'll leave that link in here. But Jay, like, you know, we we were talking, we've been hanging out. I've been here in Colorado with you for 
month and a half now. I've been living down the street, but I've been hanging out. And it's been cool to see how you guys have gone because we've had a very similar path in some ways where we both worked as tour managers in the event marketing industry for a long time. And then we had to figure out, okay, like how can we take this off the road, still get the perks and the benefits of like being able to travel and be flexible, but not have to have our schedules dictated to us or work for a company. And I think you guys have found a really cool way to do it. And I just wanted to highlight it because you, you have like sort of a core service that you built, but now, and you're also building up your passion business kind of on the side. You want to just talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Well, I mean, so we kind of started, um, my wife, Kelly and I, we started our marketing company first with Go Nuts Marketing. Um, and we started small business marketing, just, you know, the typical building websites, running social media, things like that. And then along the same lines of that, we started our music festival site, which is FestiGoNuts, FestiGoNuts.com. We had sites on that originally to a hobby, perhaps, um, maybe growing into something more. And now we're into our third year or finish our third year, kind of starting our, uh, going into our fourth year of Festigo Nuts. And we have kind of just realized that our passion, should, which is music, music festivals, should also kind of overlap with our our business. So we're basically learning to now market within music festivals that we are marketing within music festivals. So we're making our, our passion of going to music festivals, seeing live music all the time, being part of that lifestyle, mm-hmm. and now working with artists, with promoters, with music festivals to combine our, our skills in marketing with our love of music. And all of this keeps us on the road. I mean, we travel for music festivals. Our marketing company is certainly location independent. We keep it at that where, you know, we, we bring on clients that we can always work with from anywhere around yeah. the world. And yeah, bringing that into our love of music, now taking on clients that are musicians and festivals and working within that traveling lifestyle also yeah. to kind of just combine our passions and our skills to keep us doing what we want to do while, you know, trying to pay some bills. Yeah. And I mean, like the fact that you have the core business, which is the marketing company, which is something I imagine like you want to have that to be less and less and you want to have the festival stuff to be more and more, but you need to earn an income right. and pay your bills and stuff. So I mean, this thing is an important point because sometimes it, it, you can get sort of one on a one track mind, we're like, I'm going to build my passion business and I'm just going to do that. And maybe sometimes like, was, this was the case for me as well. Your passion business has to be on the side of what you're doing that actually earns you an income. And you can still do something that earns you an income, a location independent income, and you can still build your passion business as a side hustle. So you can be like a full entrepreneur, but still have like a side hustle as an entrepreneur right? in a way. And, and what I would say with, you know, the side hustles, we have a lot of other hustles. Like I do, I still do promo gigs, things like that from the, you know. All right, talk about what you just did. Um, <laughs> I, I sometimes do promotions for a company called PAX. No, I was talking uh, about the the thing you got at the thrift shop. Oh, the thrift shop. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's more fun. Um, uh, this is just a fun side hustle. I I found that my mom used to collect these uh, things called yadros that are just these little like figurines. And I used to always hide them when I'd have parties at the house because I was so afraid that my friends would break them because <laughs> they were actually, you know, worth a couple hundred bucks or something. I found one in a thrift store for like two bucks, looked it up on Etsy. It was like, um, oh, I can get a hundred bucks for this and listed it. And I just sold it yesterday. Uh, yeah, side hustle. Sold it for a hundred dollars. So I'm $98 profit. Wow. Um, 
these side hustles have been so instrumental for me and for Kelly when we decided that we are we got off the road touring and we were not going to go back to work in a full-time job capacity for somebody else. We wanted to make it happen for ourselves. And that struggle for a couple years of how do we not take a promotional tour because when you do, then you're on the road for four months and all of the work you've done building up your own company kind of gets stagnant because mm-hmm. you're working for someone else. How do we pay our bills while building our company, right. while pursuing our passions. And man, it's all about the side hustle. Like we do all kinds of gigs. Like we definitely look at thrift stores and, oh yeah, there's there's something I can get 50 bucks for and buy for five. I mean, that's always a, a nice little thing. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the keys to that is like learning how to divide up your time properly. So that's part of this guide. So you can pick that up if you'd like. And I just wanted to mention like, one of the products in the Paradise Pack this year, my friend Emily who runs a website called puttylike.com. It's all about combining your passions into a business. She's got a couple things in here. One is a book called Renaissance Business. Another one's called Work Your Work, where you can turn many of your passions into a career and gain an understanding of how to pursue your many passions in a practical, financially sustainable way. So there's a lot of products in here this year that can really help you figure out how you can piece together different things and and create a location-dependent lifestyle. It doesn't have to be one thing like Jason's doing is like finding different things and sort of piecing it together and making it happen. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that, Jay. It's it's been really cool to see, I mean, how you guys have built Fasty Go Nuts and now you're like, you're interviewing some of your heroes and like getting to talk to all these musicians that you've listened to for years. And it's just something magical when you kind of get to work around the stuff that you enjoy. Yeah, we, you know, you know things and are opportunities starting to, come up, you know? Things are starting to pop for us. Yeah. It really feels good that all the work that we've put into this, we're like, now we can see all this work manifesting itself and the fact that this isn't just an expensive hobby. This is actually turning into a business, and that's really awesome. Yeah, we'll drop the links to your site on the, on the show notes as well. Before we get into the honorable mentions, quick, also want to say a thank you to Tortuga Backpacks for supporting today's show. ZeroToTravel.com slash Tortuga. We'll show you all the backpacks I recommend, and really, they have a backpack for any type of traveler. If you're like somebody that just does weekend trips, they have something smaller, more minimal. To uh, I use the Tortuga Outbreaker mostly, which I, I've used for again like three week trips or like three month trips, and I use the Outbreaker day pack pretty religiously as well. So they have all kinds of cool stuff. You can check it out there. Uh, Zero to travel.com slash Tortuga, ten percent off with the promo code Travel. Just enter the word Travel when you check out. If you're in the market for a new backpack or you're looking for a gift for a friend. You don't have to worry about doing all the research and crap. Just go to that link and check it out. Um, this is the stuff I recommend, and thanks to them for supporting this show. And if you do get anything with that promo code, you'll also be supporting my podcast because I'm an affiliate for them because I use their stuff, and I recommend it. Support so, his podcast. You. The poor boy has holes in his jeans. <laughs> you see the holes in his jeans. Man. That's hilarious. All right, quick quick hit honorable mentions, my all right, man. So honorable mention number one, um, Dispatch, Bang Bang. Um, it is, for me, a just sing-along up fun album personally i don't even follow dispatch a lot not a huge fan of everything they've done but that particular album is just bam i love it nice uh i mentioned the greatest hits album that was on my honorable mention list legend bob marley legend awesome i mean how you not put on there i'll throw another one out there really quick because we mentioned uh trap called quest i had low end theory that was the album and i I, my honorable mention was like anything old school hip-hop like from the golden era uh, one in particular, NWA, Straight Outta Compton, Great. something I listened to. And that that took me to a place as a kid that I, I didn't know existed and didn't get to go or experience. You know, uh, like, wow, this is something that's happening in, like, a neighborhood in right. my country. And uh, so there's different ways to travel, right? right yeah. And uh, that, that, was, that album was really impactful for me. I got to throw in um, White Buffalo, 
Hogtide Revisited. White oh, yeah. Buffalo. If you don't know White Buffalo, check them out. Mm. That's all I can say. You will be blown away. And then my number one honorable mention that was going to be my number one, but oh, I yeah. took it off the list what because you already hit up two of them. Pearl Jam 10. Probably oh, okay. the best road trip album of all time. I took it off the list because I was like, we had enough Pearl Jam already. Nice, but, man. Yeah. That's Pearl Jam 10. That's a great one. <laughs> um, I'll throw out a couple more Fleetwood Mac rumors. Oh, fantastic. Just uh, right off the bat there. And Beck. Uh, almost anything by Beck. Yeah. Uh, Mutations is one that stands out. There's a couple other ones that I can always throw on. So there you have it. A lot of great music, a lot of great fun, a lot of great travel yeah. today. Jason, thanks, my man. I know we just high five, but it's always good to high five it out when we're uh, left handed. Oh, yeah. yeah you're go with it. Oh, come on. There all right, we go. All right. All right. I don't know if the we've mic only been high fiving for 35 Woo. years. You think we bet? That one hurt actually right? a little yeah. bit. I'm really impressed with that. Jay, thank you so much. Thanks and, for um, having me. Let's have another music travel episode. Awesome. Soon. Thanks, man. See ya. Yeah. This podcast has been brought to you by ZeroToTravel.com. Ideas and advice to make your travel dreams a reality. 